Welcome to Everything Trying to Kill You. This is Mary Kay, and our friend of the podcast, Emily, came to visit me tonight. Hi. And then we started reading <laughs> scary stories to tell in the dark to each other, and she said, we should be recording this. Yeah. <laughs> so we're picking stories at random. Yes. Okay. So this is Emily. I'm going to start with a story from Scary Stories 3, More Tales to Chill Your Bones. Emily's podcast is called Book Squad Goals. Oh, right. If you haven't already listened to it, you definitely should. Come, okay. come see me. Yes. Booksquadgoals.com. Yeah. That's the new website. New right. website. It's dope. What's the story called? This one is called Footsteps. Oh, God. This shit is fucked up, y'all. <laughs> All right. Liz was doing her homework at the dining room table. <laughs> nope. Call the police. Nope. Yeah. Just, sorry. I'm, sorry. Scary. Like, no. Call the police. Just be. Just tell them to be on the lookout. Bolo. Did you know that's what the acronym yeah. stands for? Bolo. I am at the dining room table doing my homework. My younger sister Sarah is asleep upstairs. The shit is sketch. Shit's about to go down. Yeah. All right. So yeah, her younger sister Sarah is asleep upstairs. Their mother was out, but she was expected back any minute. When the front door opened and shut, Liz called, Hello, Mama! But her mother didn't answer. And the footsteps Liz heard were heavier, like a man's. Oh, fuck no. A man's footsteps? No. Call the police. Who's there? She called. No one replied. She heard whoever it was walk through the living room, then up the stairs to the second floor. The footsteps moved from one bedroom to another. Again, Liz called, Who's there? The footsteps stopped. Then she thought, oh, my God, Sarah's in her bedroom. She fucking forgot about her sister. <laughs> what a shitty person, Laura. What's her name? Liz. What's her sister's name? Sarah. Oh, I just combined them. Lara. Lara Croft. Look, Lara Croft would not be in this situation because she would have already called the police. Lara Croft don't even need the fucking police. She is the brute squad. That's right. I'm on the brute squad. You are the brute squad. All right. Anyhow. I'm just scared. It's okay. I'm here for you. (laughs) See, the police are outside. You hear that? Yeah, I can't tell whether to be comforted or scared by that. That's true. All right. So she ran upstairs to Sarah's room. Only Sarah was there and she was asleep. Liz looked in the other rooms, but found no one. Oh, my gosh. Get your sister the fuck up. Dude. No. Yeah. It'd be like, girl, there's up. someone in the house. There's I didn't even think about that. Shut the fuck up. Roll off the bed. Get in the closet. Here's my gun. We're just going to hang out here till the cops show up. Right? I'm Laura Croft. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. All right. So Liz looked in the other rooms, but found no one. She went back down to the dining room, scared out of her wits. Like anybody would be. Yeah, appropriate. Finally, fuck. Yes, come on. All right, soon she heard footsteps again. They were coming down the stairs into the living room. Now they went into the kitchen. Then the door opened. Oh, door between the kitchen and the dining room slowly began to open. Get out! Liz screamed. Oh, I hurt my throat. You nailed it, though. (laughs) It's like when Jeremy Irons blew out his voice singing that Scar song. Yep, that's exactly what I did. You got paid for that shit, though. Wait, it's just a matter of time. All right. The door slowly closed. The footsteps moved out of the kitchen, through the living room, towards the front door. The door opened and shut. 
Liz ran to the window to see who it was. No one was in sight. Nor were there any footprints in oh, the fresh uh, snow uh. that had been calm, that had been falling. That had been calling. Oh my god! Is that the end? That's it. That's like some John Bonet Ramsey bullshit. Look, I no footprints. I didn't snow come for some unsolved mysteries. Shit! I, I bet you it was his her sister just fucking with her. The sleep one. Yeah, you know she could have just got back in bed. That's really true. That's why everyone thinks that John Bonet Ramsey's brother killed her. Yeah, I think by it's, accident. I think it was, and then the parents covered for it for him <laughs> because know. they were like, "This is some fucked up shit." So that story was inspired by the John Bonet Ramsey. Murder. Yes, that was basically John Bonet Ramsey's footsteps was the name of that. Basically, basically slash no footprints. Yeah, subtitle. in the snow, in the, the fall snow. of snow. Yeah, yeah. So what I noticed about this book though is that there's like a solid bibliography i didn't know that i when really i, was reading them I really child. appreciate that me too and it makes me want to like read all of this and then every single thing that he cited yeah you yeah. should okay so my picked a short one this time okay this is called what do you come for what do you come from what do you go what do you come for cotton eye joe is that about syphilis someone told me it was about the clap oh that's gonorrhea though isn't it I don't know. I don't know. You know a lot more about this than I do. I don't know a whole lot about venereal diseases. (laughs) No, no. I didn't mean that. I meant the song. (laughs) I know. I was just kidding. (laughs) This story is called, What Do You Come For? There was an old woman who lived all by herself, and she was very lonely. Call the cops. Yeah. I'm I'm worried for her. Yes. I'm calling the cops. Also, I don't like how old people in stories are always lonely. They're not. They well, like have dorms now. They have like get togethers. These and are scary and stories, and we're all I afraid know. of dying alone. That's very, very true. So you're right, but also like, why I want, I want her to be the protagonist slash champion slash woman mm-hmm. with yeah. the axe who blood and someone death. Well, it anyway. could happen. All right, let's, let's see, see what happens. Let's see what happens. Okay. Okay. So she was very lonely. Okay. Sitting Does she in, have a name or she's just old? Just okay. old lady. Which right. also that's fucked up. Also, anyway. It's Lara Croft. Mm-hmm. That would be dope, though. An yeah. old-ass Lara Croft. And she's not lonely. Still she's killed got it. all of her memories. She's like Helen Mirren. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting in the kitchen one night, she said, oh, I wish I had some company. Shouldn't have said that. Mm-mm, Shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have spoken that into existence. Okay. No sooner had she spoken than down the chimney tumbled two feet from which the flesh had rotted. Uh-uh. Feet only. The old woman's eyes bulged with terror, obviously. Yes. Then two legs dropped to the hearth and attached themselves to the feet. All right, that's kind of cool, though. That's mm-hmm. kind of a cool image in my head. It's like those candy skeletons. Yeah. That's what it is in my head. Then a body tumbled down, then two arms, and then a man's head. Well, was he hot? It doesn't say. <laughs> okay. Um, But let's, let's it's see. It's probably Fassbender. Yes, Definitely. And, I mean, she's Lara Croft, and they're married in real life, so that makes sense. Yeah, it's like skeleton with a uh, fastbender's head. Okay, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> We're just deciding some stuff. <laughs> it's, this is, look this at is the citations. Look at the citations <laughs> in the back. I'm sure it will corroborate. Okay, well, this book is from, like, 1994. How and old was also, he then? And also, it costs, like, $4. Three ninety five in America. Wow. In Canada, it was five twenty five because they don't go by the gold standard. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Neither do we. But I don't think. Never mind. Oh, the president is hotter than ours. So 
Well, okay, but that's like saying, I mean, that's... That's uh, everyone. That's everyone. Yeah. Germany's president's hotter than ours. Come on. Like, I mean, name a person. Hotter than the president. Yeah, right. All of them. I mean, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but... Not hot. Not hot. Right, go okay. ahead. As the old woman watched, the parts came together into a great gangling man. Okay, not Fassbender. He's gangling. No. The man danced around and around the room. Faster and faster he went. Then he stopped and he looked into her eyes. What do you come for? She asked in a small voice that shivered and shook. Oh, my delivery was way off with that. Oops. Um, What do I come for? He said. I come for you. As you shout the last word, stamp your foot and jump at someone nearby. That's in parentheses. I picked a bad one. Don't do that to me. I will be really upset. Is there to. a picture? Ooh, look at the... Okay, so We're let's gonna put describe this on the picture. Okay. Yes, but we also will put it on Instagram. The illustrations in this book are fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like, look at this. This is supposed to be a funny one. Nuh-uh. It's a skeleton hobo with, like, a, a Voldemort nose eating spaghetti. No. How is that? In, no, uh-uh. Okay, so this picture for the What Do You Come For is just disembodied feet hanging into a fireplace with, like... Some veins hanging out of the foot. Mm-mm. It looks like a lichen growing out of yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. Like, if I saw that coming down my chimney, I don't... I Fuck no, be. call the police. Yeah, call the police immediately. Okay, that's the lesson. Call the police. Okay, you want to hear another one? Yeah, absolutely, I okay, do. Hold up, let me have a sip of this. All right, so this one is called The Dream. Are you ready? Oh, no. This one's about Lucy Morgan. Okay, she gets a last name. Liz and Laura or Sarah or whatever. An old lady didn't even have a name. I know. What the hell? Why does Lucy get a last name? Okay. Anyway. I wonder if they're generic so that anyone can put themselves in that situation. But okay, last names are not generic. It should have just been Lucy then, and not yeah. Lucy Morgan. But anyway, right. it's Lucy Morgan. That's how it was written, and that's how we we're going to read it. Okay. okay. Lucy Morgan was an artist. Mm-mm. Call the police. <laughs> <laughs> she had spent a week painting in a small country town and decided that the next day she would move on. She would go to a village called Kingston. But that night, Lucy Morgan had a strange dream. She dreamed that she was walking up a dark, carved staircase and entered a bedroom. Oh. It was an ordinary room except for two things. The carpet was made up of large squares that looked like trap doors. Fucking Lucy, damn nah. it. And each of the windows was fastened shut with big nails that stuck up out of the wood. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, in her dream, Lucy went to sleep in that bedroom. During the night, a woman with a pale face and black eyes and long black hair came into the room. She leaned over the bed and whispered, This is an evil place. Flee while you can. Flee while you can. Mm-hmm. When the woman touched her arm to hurry her along, Lucy Morgan awakened from her dream with a shriek. She lay awake the rest of the night, trembling. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's scary. In the morning, (laughs) she told her landlady that she had decided not to go to Kingston after all. I can't tell you why, she said, but I just can't bring myself to go there. Then why don't you go to Dorset, the landlady said. It's a pretty town and it isn't too far. So Lucy Morgan went to Dorset. Someone told her she could find a room in the house at the top of the hill. It was a pleasant-looking house, and the landlady there, a plump, motherly woman, 
was a nice was as nice as she could be. Let's look at the room, she said. I think you will like it. I'm not feeling good about this. I do not feel good about this. Uh-uh. Lucy walked up a dark carved staircase like the one in Lucy's dream. Fucking A. You can't just have deja vu and do nothing about it. <gasps> you gotta call please. I bet she spells her name with an I-E. Is no, it Y or I-E? It's Y. Oh, well. But this was the 90s. They didn't do all that yet. I don't think. I thought that was like an old timey thing to do. Oh, you might be right. Anyway. Okay, anyway. In these old houses, the staircases are all the same, Lucy thought. No, that's False. not true. That's not even a little bit mm-hmm. true. But when the landlady opened the door to the bedroom, it was the room in her dream, with the same carpet that looked like trap doors and the same windows fastened with big nails. This is just a coincidence. No, why the hell would you stay in a in a room with the There's windows? There's no such thing as motherfucking coincidence. No. no. False. How do you like it, the landlady asked. I I'm don't. I'm not sure, she said. Well, take your time, the landlady said. I'll bring up some tea while you think about it. No, uh-uh, just go. That's probably poison tea. Tea's going to have rohypnol in it. Yeah. So anyway, Lucy sat on the bed staring at the <laughs> trap doors and the big nails because, like, she's just, like, checking it out, trying to, like, assess, even though, like, her dream told her to get the fuck out of there. Does no one else always assume their dreams are real? I always assume my dreams I do are real. too. I'm like, I can't believe you did that shit to our dog. Yeah. And then someone will be like, well, you don't have a dog. And I'll be like, still the principal of it. Anyway. I'm shaking my head and rolling my eyes. I'm sorry. You can't hear that. That was dumb. Anyway, soon there was a knock on the door. It's the landlady with the tea, she thought. Okay, so if she's thinking that, that's not what it is. No, correct. Um, But it wasn't the landlady. Duh. It was the woman with the pale face and the black eyes and long black hair. Fuck. Lucy Morgan grabbed her things and fled. Well, what was she going to say? Like, this, I feel like. The- no resolution. I, I, that's the second time I picked a story that was like, and? <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I'm sorry. And then what happened? Guys, we're picking these at random, so. Yeah, so just do a bit. All right. Do we want to read? Okay, mine has closure because I saw the last word. Okay. So. <laughs> well, don't tell me. Just read I'm not. it. Okay. Um, room for one more. Ooh. <clears throat> A man named Joseph Blackwell, again with the first and last names for some and no names for others. Yeah, I don't get it. Oh, and we have a place. Um, A man named Joseph Blackwell came to Philadelphia on a business trip. Ooh-wee. Yeah. Brotherly love? Yeah. We think that's going to have something to do with brotherly love? Probably. All right, let's let's hold that in the back of our mind. I got it. All right. Um, He stayed with friends in the big house they owned outside the city. You don't do that. That's the terrible place. In every horror movie, you don't stay outside the city. You want to be around a lot of people. Country people don't like city people in horror movies. It's going to be some Texas Chainsaw Massacre shit. Exactly. Or some deliverance shit. Yes. Yeah. That night, they had a good time visiting, like you do in Mm -hmm. Philly. Um, But when Blackwell went to bed, he tossed and turned and couldn't sleep. That's typical. Okay. I'm not alarmed yet. No, that's just normal. Sometime during the night, he heard a car turn into the driveway. Oh, fuck. Uh-uh. Okay, now you call the police. Yeah, if someone is pulling up in my driveway and I'm not expecting them, ugh, stop turning around in people's driveways also. Especially with, like, your headlights on. Shining in the window. Shining in the window at night when I'm already tossing and turning and having trouble sleeping. No, that's no. a good way to get shot. Yes. Or axed to death. For all of the above. 
Or, shot and axed at the same time. <laughs> There's two of us here. Yeah. One of us has an axe. The other one has a gun. We have a game plan, okay? <laughs> We're ready. Yeah. He went to the window to see who was arriving at such a late hour. You know, he just walked straight up to it, too. He wasn't, like, hiding behind the wall or nothing. Mm-mm. Blackwell, get it together. In the moonlight, he saw a long black hearse filled with people. Oh, no. Uh-uh. First of all, no. Second of all, hearse in the middle of the night? Absolutely not. Third of all, sounds like mother. Yeah, uh-uh. There's some home That's, invasion no. shit. The driver of this hearse looked up at him. Why? You just gotta close the blinds right now. You shouldn't have opened the blinds, dude. Okay. Mm-hmm. When Blackwell saw his queer, hideous face, he shuddered. Okay, that's not fair, though. Mm-hmm. The driver called to him, there is room for one more. Then he waited for a minute or two, and he drove off. In the morning, Blackwell told his friends what had happened. You were dreaming, they said. I must have been, he said, but it didn't seem like a dream. I like his skepticism. Mm-hmm. I appreciate him. Okay. Yeah. Because you know some of these people in some of these other stories. It's just like, a coincidence. Oh, you're right. It was just a dream. I think I'm just going to sit here and wait for it to happen again. <gasps> Fucking hell. All right. <laughs> After breakfast, he went into Philadelphia. He spent the day high above the city in one of the new office buildings there. This is in the 90s, so I don't know what it looks like now, but it probably looks pretty different. Um, <laughs> late in the afternoon, he was waiting for an elevator to take him back down to the street. But when it arrived, it was very crowded. One of the passengers looked out and called to him, There is room for one more, he said. No, no, there's not, because that elevator's going to fall and everyone's going to die. It was a driver of the hearse. <gasps> oh, my God. This is my favorite part. No, thanks, said Blackwell. This dude. I'll get the next one. This dude is my hero. He, this motherfucker is astute. Astute. I like it. He has read these stories before. Yeah. Uh, the doors closed, and the elevator started down. There was shrieking and screaming, then the sound of a crash. The elevator had fallen to the bottom of the shaft. Everyone aboard was killed. Blackwell, you just saved your own life. I mean, maybe you could have warned some of those other people. In, right. He know. didn't trust his intuition all the way enough to embarrass himself. No, I understand that. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have been like, everyone get out either. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But. Me neither because, and if someone told me that, I would have been like, first of all, I would have assessed who it was. If it was a woman, I would have been like, you're right, let me get off. Mm-hmm. But if, it, I don't but know, if it Joseph Blackwell, Blackwell uh-uh. the guy that I have pictured in my head in a trench coat and a bowler hat. Yeah. I would have been like, no. No. Mm-hmm. Trying to be weird. No. Hearse driver. Damn, that's spooky. That is. That was a good one. Thank you. I picked it at random. Okay, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick another one okay. at random because I like this picture. Okay, what's the picture like? So the picture is it sort of looks like just like a corridor with a um, payphone in it of some sort, or it looks like a payphone. I'm assuming it's maybe payphone. it's an alley. Yeah, it's an alley with a payphone, and you see this guy that's kind of in shadows, like reaching out. For These his phone. fucking pictures are scary. Yeah, we're gonna put them up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. This one's called Something Was Wrong. So automatically we know. Something was wrong. (laughs) Something's wrong. I deduced it with my brain. And my mind. You're just as smart as Blackwell. And my head. (laughs) You're like a motherfucking Blackwell over here. 
You know? That's the fake name I'm going to start giving out. It used this, to be Day Lewis, but now I'm going to change it to Blackwell yeah. because of that guy that who was guy. like, I'll get the next one. He's the hero of this podcast episode. So far, he is our protagonist. All the rest of them, we've kind of been like, all right, bitch, get it together. This person has a... This is a little bit sexist. It also. is. Yeah. Well, we'll see how this one goes, because right. this is about John Sullivan. All right. So we'll get to first and last name. Yeah. Another generic one, but okay. Mm-hmm. So, one morning, John Sullivan found himself walking along a street downtown. He could not explain what he was doing there, or how he got there, or where he had been earlier. He didn't even know what time it was. Okay. Maybe he's not sexist. He's pretty stupid. It's like he didn't exist before the story started. It's really like he was invented just to entertain us. Yeah. He's like, what the hell am I doing here? I have no backstory. And where have I been? And where am I going? My is this story Joyce is only Carol Oates on. fan fiction based it on is. titles it alone? Is. Yes. Okay. So anyway, he didn't know what time it was even. Okay. He saw a woman walking towards him and stopped her. I'm afraid I forgot my watch, he said, and smiled. Why did he smile? Uh, Why? (laughs) Why did he smile? (laughs) That's so creepy. I bet he's smiling like that Truth or Dare commercial. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait to see that movie. Uh, My students were like, that looks stupid. No, it doesn't. You haven't lived enough. You're not afraid of the world enough. Look, it's like, so I recommended um, It Follows to my students. Yes. And one of my students watched it and was like, I watched that movie, It Follows. It was dumb. And I was like, you're a, f- what? They're a virgin. Probably. That's why it's not scary oh to them. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Y'all, if you haven't seen It Follows. I have not seen sidebar, it. Sidebar. But I know all of the plot. It's so good. Yeah. Anyway. So back someone to the story. Someone who hasn't seen it is going to be like, Mary Kate's shit out of nowhere. What does that have to do with anything? Anyhow, no, I think you're right. Sullivan. Let's do it. Sullivan. So he saw a woman and smiled creepily at her and was like, I'm afraid I forgot my watch. Um, Can you tell me the time? When she saw him, she screamed and ran. Probably because he was creepy smiling at her. Oh, my gosh. Why is he? I'm scared. All right. Then John Sullivan noticed that other people were afraid of him. When they saw him coming, they flattened themselves against a building or ran across the street to stay out of his way. There must be something wrong with me. He has dicks drawn on his face, probably from the stomach. <laughs> yes. He passed out at the frat party, and then he just came out of his blackout. That is exactly what's happening. You saw the mystery. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> there must be something wrong with me, John Sullivan thought. I'd better go home. He hailed a taxi, but the driver took one look at him and sped away. John Sullivan did not understand what was going on, and it scared him. Maybe somebody at home can can come and get me, he thought. He found a telephone. Ew, this like is in the, the picture. 90s. That's why there's a payphone. Yeah, so he found a payphone. He didn't pull the cell phone out of his back pocket and called his <laughs> wife. But a voice he did not recognize answered. <gasps> is Mrs. Sullivan there, he asked. No, she's at a funeral, the voice said. Oh, shit. Mr. Sullivan was killed yesterday in an accident downtown. (gasps) But why were they scared of him then? You think he's just like covered in blood? Yeah, he he probably looked like he was in an accident. He probably looked dead. Yeah, he probably looked dead. But why would they run away from him instead of being like, oh my God, let me call the police for you? Because maybe he looked dead. Maybe he did look dead. I don't know. That's People are shitty. 
People do suck, though, for real. That is, I mean, but also, like, all right, <clears throat> think about his creepy smile. Yeah, he did smile when he asked what time it was. Yeah, just, like, don't creepy smile at people. Yeah. That's the lesson here. This is one of our tried and true. Oh, yes. All right. Uh, the hook. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Picture on here is exactly what you have in your head. It's a hook. It is straight up fucked. It's like it's the Captain sharp. Hook hook, but with, like, shit coming off of it. Yeah, off of the stump end. Yeah. Um, also, I either had a dream that I saw someone with a hook for a hand, or I actually saw someone with a hook for a hand, but it wasn't sharp on the end. It was, like, something that looked actually useful. How would a hook be useful? If you're, like, trying to pick stuff up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I actually saw it, but like I said, sometimes my dreams meld into reality, especially when I am, like, by myself for a while. hmm Anyway, this is called The Hook. It is what you think it is. Donald and Sarah went to the movies. Another Sarah. Is this that Sarah from the other story, like, all grown up? Maybe. Okay. Then they went for a ride in Donald's car. Mm-mm. I feel like that's a euphemism. A ride. They went for a ride in Donald's car, but Donald's car wasn't going anywhere, if you know what I mean. Hey-o. <laughs> All right. They parked up on a hill at the edge of town. From there, they could see the lights up and down the valley. Where yeah. do we think they are in the world? California? Yeah, I was yeah. picturing California. Donald turned on the radio and found some... Actually, they're going to be in Texarkana, because that's where this actually happened. Okay. I just remembered. Yep. All right. We're going to have to look at the citations. but There's, I'm, like, a documentary about this. It was real. Can we watch yeah. that? Oh, my gosh. All yeah. right. Go. I'll check the citation after this, too. Donald turned on the radio and found some music, but an announcer broke in with a news bulletin. A murderer had escaped from the state prison. He was armed with a knife and headed south on foot. His left hand was missing. In its place, he wore a hook. Let's roll up the windows and lock the doors, said Sarah. How about, like, let's drive home? How about let's GTFO, said Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know you're horny, Sarah, but... But, like, go park it in your driveway. Yeah. And then when your parents flick the lights, just be like, coming in, hang on. That didn't happen to you? Just no. me? No. Uh, I was not doing that, <clears throat> for the record. That's not what I was doing. <laughs> anyway, let's roll up the windows and lock the door, said Sarah. That's a good idea, said Donald. I'm glad they're on board, although I wish they would uh, be a little more committed. Yes. Um, that prison isn't too far away, said Sarah. Maybe we really should go home. Yes. That is the best idea. Yes, Sarah. But it's only 10 o'clock, said Donald. This guy, no, doesn't Typical. mean try harder, Donald. Typical. The woman wants to be safe, and the man is like, it's Just fine. the head. I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. No, no, that's what, I, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, the guy's like, I'll pull out. It's fine. And then it's the, not fine. The move here is start crying and say, you want to have a child with me? I'm so flattered. And then they will bust through the wall out of your house <laughs> like the fucking Kool-Aid man. <laughs> that is such a good idea. I'm not saying I've done it, but it works really well. Okay. So, I don't care what time it is, Sarah said. I want to go home. That's right. Yeah, look, Sarah, said Donald. No, fuck him. Fuck Donald. Don't, He's not going to climb looking. all the way up here. Why would he do that? Even if he did, all the doors are locked. How could he get in? 
Donald, he could take that hook and break through a window and open a door, she said. Sarah is smart. I'm scared. I want to go home. I, I really like respect this Sarah, Sarah a lot. Sarah is the hero. You know, I think she might have been like the poltergeist in the other story because you have to know crazy. To, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to be a little crazy to know crazy. Yes. Or at mm-hmm. least have like, you know what I'm saying. All right. These all fit together, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Donald was annoyed. Oh, listen to this fuck ass. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Girls are always afraid of something, Ah! he said. Listen here, Donald. Let's say, all right, there's a reason. Okay, go. You go. You go first, because you'll say things nicer than I will. Probably, maybe. I was just going to say, like, there's a reason girls are scared of things all the time. Because you always have to think like prey. Exactly. Okay, I'm glad we were there together. Were, were you going to say something else? No, that's exactly what I was okay, going to say. Yes. We're scared of stuff because everything is scary to us. Yes. I was just telling my we, other friend today, like, when guys are like, what's the worst that could happen when you go out with someone? It's you like, could die. Yeah. For yeah. a guy, you waste a little time and a little money. For a girl, you get you murdered and no one finds your body. Or... Even worse, you could get raped and tortured for, like... 15 years. Yeah, forever. That happens. It could be, like, in that story that Room was based on where she was locked in the basement and had to have several of her dad's babies, and then her dad had sex with the babies when they got old enough, and then there were more babies. That's worst-case scenario. Yes. So, Donald, when someone says, please take me home, take her ass the fuck home. Yeah. It's either a hell yes or a no. Mm-hmm. Moral of the story. Okay, and we're not even to the end. We already have a moral. Yeah. Okay. Girls That's why are, this is a classic. Is, you know? You're so right. Yeah. Go ahead. Girls are always afraid of something, he said. As he started the car, okay, so at least that. Sarah thought she heard someone or something scratching at the door. Did you hear that? She asked as they rode away. It sounded like someone who was trying to get in. Oh, sure, said Donald. Soon they got to her house. Would you like to come in and have some cocoa? She asked. See, she wasn't even, like, trying to kick you out, Donna. No, he said. I've got to go home. He went around to the other side of the door to let her out. Okay, well, at least that. I mean, he has some manners. But also, I call BS on that because, like, you had to go home, but earlier you were like, it's only 10 o'clock. Who? Donald. Yeah, he's he's a little bit salty about it. But he's about to get his... Yeah, but he's definitely planning on going home and calling someone else up who might be more DTF. I hate him. Like, absolutely, that's what he's thinking. Donald, go straight to hell. Do not pass go. Do not not collect $200. Straight to hell. Not even jail. No. Hell. Hell. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. So what happens? So he he does the decent thing. No, he said, I've got to go return some videotapes. (laughs) He went around to the other side of the car to let her out. Hanging on the door handle was a hook. Look. That's right. I just want to say, I want, on this story, so my dad told me this story when I was a kid, and I'm pretty sure it was a boogeyman to be like, boys are sketchy as fuck, and they'll do anything they can to get in your pants. Yes. Which I feel like is really good advice. Yes. I mean, good to tell, like, a teenage girl who's like, but everyone's sweet to me because everyone was sweet to me then until my dad told me that, and then I started seeing shit everywhere. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so the real story is these people got murdered. Oh, absolutely. Both of them. Like, it's a real story happened. I think I'm pretty sure Texarkana. 
But check, I can't remember the name of the, the movie. Citation. Yeah. Um, while you're doing that, my dad told me this story. And he added some shit to it because he always has, like, great big fish stories. Like, they're awesome. I'll, I will hear the same story from him, like, ten times rapid fire because every time the fish gets a little bigger. Anyway, mm-hmm. so my dad said the girl wanted to go home, and the guy was like, yes, I'll take you home. And he reached across her to pull her door shut to take her home and then backed up. And as he was backing up out of his parking space, because they were in an actual parking lot, this is what my dad told me, he jumped over something, and he was like, oh, it must have been, like, those speed bumps. You know how they, like, in the... Oh, hell no. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, uh, you know, but when you, like, accidentally pull forward, like, you have a pull through, but there's, like, those cement blocks there. He went over the cement blocks and got home, and then he walked around the car to let her out, and he had shut the hook in the door. Oh, no. And yank the guy out and then run over him. I'm telling you, man. That's scary. Yeah. I think my dad used to, like, read these stories and be, like, workshopping them in his head. And then tell me. To make them scarier. Yeah. 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 He's the one that got me these two. So the citation in the back of this book, it's, like, the the original Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, Volume 1. The hook, this legend is so well known, particularly on college campuses, that this telling is not based on any particular variant. So that's responsible, at least, to yeah. be like, I changed a lot of shit so much that it's fictional. Yeah. I like this guy. He's cool. Yeah, Alan, he is cool. Alvin, Alvin Schwartz. Alvin Schwartz. And just shout out to the drawings by Stephen mm-hmm. Gamble. Gamble? I think so. Because uh, they are scary. And they are It's like scary. half of it is just like, okay, this one is short. This one is called The Voice. Oh, fuck. Not like the show. There's no, like, uh, CeeLo or whatever. And the drawing for this one is, like, seriously just like an eyeball in the middle of an empty room. <laughs> oh, no. So, mm. Mm. all right. The voice. I got a whisper for this one. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Okay. Ellen had just fallen asleep when she heard a strange voice. Ellen. It whispered. I'm coming. Mm, 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 mm. I'm on the first step. No. No, I'm on the second step. Oh my gosh, get it together. This is going to take forever. <laughs> Ellen got scared and Was called her Was she just really drunk? My roommate is coming up the steps like, I made one more. Okay, no, but for real. I'm on the first step, I'm on the second step. That's what she said, but she was whispering, all right? I don't want to do that too much because it's bad for your vocal cords. Ellen got (laughs) Okay, Ellen got scared and called her parents, but they didn't hear her, and they didn't come. Then the voice whispered, I'm on the top step. Now I'm in the hall. Now I'm outside your room. Then it whispered, Standing right next to your bed. And then, I've got you. Ellen screamed and the voice stopped. Her father rushed into the room and turned on the light. Somebody's in here, Ellen said. They looked and looked. Nobody was there. Fuck that story. That bitch was just dreaming. Ugh, it's still too creepy, though. I just, I, I find it scary because of all the whispering. Whispering is spooky. It's really scary. 
There's okay. So this is something that I find very creepy, but also I enjoy. There's a <laughs> of course those go together. Yes, you know that's why you're listening to this podcast. But um, there's a series of um, unsolved mysteries that you can Fuck listen no. to. My stepdad used to listen to that stuff. I would run upstairs when I heard the theme song. Well, wait, hold up. This okay. is like a series of like unsolved mysteries on YouTube. That it's just this girl telling them, and she whispers them. Mm -mm. The whole thing. She just, like, whispers the unsolved mysteries, and it's really spooky. First of all, great move. Yeah. Secondly, absolutely not. (laughs) Not gonna happen for me. And, like, if you're into this, she has new ones up, like, on the weekly, on a weekly basis. So you can, yeah, if you're really into that creepy, creepy stuff. Should I do one more? Yes, do one more. Let's do it. Okay. I don't know what this one is about. I don't remember it, but it's called The Guests. Oh, no. Now I'm already picturing... The Strangers. Oh, I was thinking Uh, Mother. Oh, okay. (laughs) But, yes, also The Strangers. Okay. A young man and his wife were on a trip to visit his mother. Call the police. Call the police. Yep. This is Rosemary's Baby and Red Riding Hood. And also, what was the M. Night Shyamalan movie with the grandparent? The Visit. Also The Visit. I don't know that. I usually don't like Shyamalan movies. I like the others, but the other ones I don't like. I'll I'll try it. Okay. Yeah. It's hilarious. It is? But, like, in a good way. Anyway. No, but anyway, go ahead. Usually they arrived in time for supper, typical, but they had gotten a late start, and now it was getting dark. So they decided to look for a place to stay overnight and go on in the morning. Mm Mm-mm. Just off the road... They saw a small house in the woods. No, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's not a hotel. No, maybe you they need went... to find you a Ramada Inn. Yes, you need to find one that is well lit. Mm-hmm. Entrances with a, with to a the name hotel rooms you recognize. on the inside with a name you recognize. Hopefully, where you can get points. Yes, yes. This is pre GPS yes. though. But you can do better than a but house. But also, like, fuck going up to a house. I'll sleep in my motherfucking car before I go to a stranger's house at night Oh, time. absolutely. Just knocking on the door is going to get you killed. Yes. Okay. Maybe they rent rooms, the wife said. So no, they, they stopped to ask. That's no not one how does that. that. It's not a thing. This is an Airbnb time. Mm-hmm. An elderly man and woman came to the door. They didn't rent rooms, they said. Of course not. But they would be glad to have them stay overnight as their guests and then eat of their flesh. I added that part. The that was subtext. But obviously. <laughs> Why else would uh, you be glad to have random yeah. guests? No You're one not. that. No. Never. No. Um, I'm terrible. Like, if I had been the one put to the test for do we drown Sodom and Gomorrah in the Bible, like, that whole town would be underground, like, underwater. Yeah. Because I'd have been like, absolutely not. You're coming to my house. No. And, like, if I were, you know, like, in Beauty and the Beast, in the Disney version at least, like, at the beginning when the old lady comes to his house and is, like, asking for help and stuff... I'd be like, no, you're a creepy old fucking lady. Get away from my house. Mm-hmm. I would totally be turned into a beast. Sorry. Yeah. Like, I just don't trust oh, strangers. No, and that is a sensible fear, I think. Yes. Also, I, now that I'm thinking about it, it might not have been Sodom and Gomorrah. It's whichever one where the strangers were actually angels. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been, but now I can't remember, and I'm embarrassed. I'll look it up. I don't know very much about. It's Lot. They're angels, and they come yeah. to visit Lot, but I can't. I think. I'm pretty sure. Okay. We'll add an addendum we'll to add, this. Yes. Okay. If I'm wrong, then I'll change it. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, just assume that I'm right about everything. Yes. 
The old woman made coffee. and Poisoned oh, coffee, yeah, probably. They had plenty of room, and they would enjoy their company. The old woman made coffee and brought out some cake, and the four of them talked for a while. Then the young couple were taken to their room. They again explained that they, would, they wanted to pay for this, but the old man said he would not accept any money. The young couple got up early the next morning before their host had awakened. On a table near the front door, they left an envelope with some money in it for the room. Then they went on to the next town. They stopped in a restaurant and had breakfast. When they told the owner where they'd stayed, he was shocked. That can't be, he said. That house burned to the ground, and the man and woman who lived there died in the fire. That was ghost cake. Yeah. yeah. Uh-uh. The young couple could not believe it, so they went back to the house. Only now there was no house. All they found was a burned-out shell. They stood staring at the ruins, trying to... Wait, wait, to- wait. Where was their envelope of money? Is that... They're going to answer that? Okay. They stood staring at the ruins, trying to understand what had happened. Then the old one... Then the woman screamed. In the rubble was a badly burned table, like the one they had seen by the front door. On the table was the envelope they had left that morning. Oh, well, at least they got their money back. I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The old people said they didn't want your damn money. They're ghosts. What are they going to do with money? Yeah. Your money's no good here. Oh, but the house is in, it's like, uh, it's like the porch is falling in on the side of the picture. Yeah. So It's like an old farmhouse. Mm-mm. But like a, a well-kept one. Mostly. Fire is really scary to me, too. Yeah, absolutely. I go on the ground floor for a reason. Yes, I would never, ever not live on the ground floor. I mean, on the one hand, it's, like, easier to get into for for everyone. But it's also but easy the, to get out it's of. It's also easy to get out of. Yes. And mine has a two-exit thing, which was my mm-hmm. thing. was a prereq for me moving into a place by myself. Yes. So I need to have an emergency exit, which does. It's got two emergency exits. There yeah. and there. And I can go out the fucking window if I need to. Mm-hmm. Or bust through the wall. You know when you can't go out the window? When you're, when you're not on the, on the first floor. floor. Yeah. 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 So, um, I hope you enjoyed this little, like, I don't know. What do you want to even call this? Uh, it's, uh, it's a retro-sode, really, because yeah. we're, like, going back to our childhood, to the stories that made us the smart, savvy yeah. People we are today. I mean, really, I feel like hearing these scary stories is the only reason that I'm sensible enough to not have gotten murdered or anything yeah. terrible to really, happen. Really, like, me. they're the only reason we're still alive. Like, our parents <laughs> knew what they were yeah. doing when they we got were, us these stories. Yeah, lives. they're the fairy tales. Yeah. They're our fairy tales. Yes. They're like Absolutely. our stay out of the woods stories. Absolutely. So, I hope you enjoyed these origin tales. <laughs> yes. Um, this was fun. Thank you for listening. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was not on purpose, but super fun. And then... (laughs) No, I mean, like, okay, I didn't just show up unannounced. I definitely, like, we had plans. I don't take unscheduled guests. I wasn't just... (laughs) I didn't just randomly knock on the door and ask if she rented her rooms. We'd be happy to have you. Let me get you some coffee and some cake. And there's no money. Like, you don't need to give me any money. Also, I'm dead. I'm going to come back tomorrow and the entire apartment's going to be burned down. And there's just going to be... The wine you brought, like the, the empty bottle. The empty the bottle of table. wine and, like, the laptop with the podcast episode we recorded. But it's just going to be <laughs> me talking to myself. It's just you talking to yourself. Oh, my gosh. That's so creepy. <laughs> I love this. Oh, my gosh. So this is our in-between episode, our interim episode. Yeah, there you go. That's terrible. Tween's ode. A tweener. 
<laughs> it's like a nooner, but a tweener. Yeah. This is our tweener because we had three weeks between regular episodes, and up next we have American Psycho, which oh. is straight up horror. Is why I made I'm that so excited. Joke about returning to videotapes. Yeah, we're doing that. Next. No, I got that. So talk to you then. Bye. Bye.